I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Staying in the Star Wars universe, we we had to ca- I had to catch you up kind on the of. current trilogy of Star Wars films before Late the new the one comes dog. out. Late on the current, dog. Yeah, so many more. So that's why our main topic, our main second main topic of the week, is Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force Awakens. Now that you have Disney Plus, and now that you know which one is the first film in the still current trilogy, <laughs> but I plan on logging out. <laughs> then purchasing it. <laughs> like a real American, you try the you get the free samples first, you pretend like you're gonna buy it, and then you log back into your friend's account. <laughs> if it wasn't for this podcast, I probably wouldn't have bought it. <laughs> some good stuff on there. Um yeah, I see some Pixar stuff that I'm pretty stoked about. Yeah. Um But The Force Awakens film from December 25th, four years ago, this came out. Mm-hmm. Yes. The correct. hype around this was fucking unreal. When Disney bought Star Wars back from George Lucas and Lucasfilm back in 2012, they're like, hey, we're going to make an episode seven. We're going to do a whole new trilogy after Return of the Jedi. And people were like, oh, my God. And Disney's then the evil empire was born. And then they were like, hey, guess what? All that extended universe comics and novels and video games were wiping the fucking slate clean. Yeah. None of this stuff is canon anymore. So it didn't happen. And people were like, oh, uh, okay. So uh, people- you, Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> nope. Still canon. <laughs> oh. Still definitely happened. We can check um, it out. Pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> It's a little Gungan autoerotic asphyxiation. Hey, I'm into what I'm into. I'm into what I'm into. But yeah, so this, the fever pitch around this, when this movie came out, people were fucking off the chains for this. And when it came out, a lot of people were excited. And then about a month later, they're like, that was just kind of the plot of a new hope, wasn't it? Yeah, repackage that shit. Give it back to people. So Ryan, in this movie... Sharing some of the similar plot points of A New Hope, there is an orphan from a desert planet. Who's a girl? Who is dressed in white. Yeah, she is dressed in white. <laughs> she discovers she has a connection to the Force, which she hadn't previously known about. And yields Luke Skywalker's lightsaber. They escape from... Yes, later later in the movie. Yes, definitely sure. They she The orphan escapes from the desert planet on the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... Meets a mentor figure yes. who gets killed by a man dressed in black on a space station. Mm-hmm, that is correct. And then saves the day. 
Uh, and some kind of. and some other people blow up the space station and they live the to Death fight star. live to fight another day the Death like Star Death planet or Star Killer Base which was a terrible fucking name one of the dumbest names I've somebody <laughs> was like eh fuck it just make up something I even something cool now I even like it within the context of this movie they were like hey here's the Death Star but here's Star Killer Base it's real fucking big <laughs> yeah you know what. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson used to live on this planet. This planet, why? Because it's bigger. It's purple and it's twelve it's times bigger than everybody else's. Everybody's. It's bigger than everybody else's Death Star. I love when they showed it. Like, I wish, man. Here's the Death. Star. Here's the Death Star. Here's this fucking planet that we have, <laughs> and it's it's gonna take power from the sun and then shoot it and blow up planets. I love <laughs> pretty fucking extreme, right, bro? I yeah. love I love that Star Wars has never been super concerned with hard science fiction. Like, it's powered by the sun. That's literally how, what they said. They're like, it's a space station powered by the sun. It's and just that- a custodial worker yeah. <laughs> is giving them that, in, that information. It turns out he was. He cleaned uh, toilets on the Death Star, basically. Which doesn't make sense to me, because he was sent out to go do stuff, and then like his lover died or whatever. Maybe that's what he did first. Maybe he was in... Maybe he was on uh, janitorial staff, and then they're like, hey, we're shorthanded. We're going to give you guys uh, some blasters, send you over to this desert planet. And then he's like, oh, shit. I'm, I'm going to pretend like my blaster's jammed. Uh, I guess I'm going to defect now. <laughs> Which... I'm going to hang out with Oscar Isaac and... Steal a TIE fighter. For like five seconds. For five seconds, but I'm going to get his jacket. I enjoy the fact that they showed a little more beyond uh, the Stormtrooper, because Stormtrooper was just kind of like a dude in a white suit. Exactly. But they now it's like a woman, not matter. a black guy, uh, you know, he's taken the off. Different the types, different types of people. <laughs> yeah, there's like different types of people. I'm, I, Yeah, which... I, you know, I feel like the Empire back in the day, back in the 70s when this came out, was a little more honky. George Lucas was basic. I think the original idea was that the Empire was just space Nazis. That was definitely the original inspiration was just when they Nazis in space, basically. And- don't know. It doesn't matter. But they all look the same, though, don't they? Yes. They- <laughs> Lando Calridian. He was the little black man in... In not, Star Wars universe. Not anymore. Now there's upwards of. Well, we don't. I don't think there's another black person in this movie, but there will be. <laughs> you know how how uh, Landa, upsetting is Finn that and Lando before? will be in the next movie. So that's two. All these planets in the world, uh, yeah. in the universe, and galaxy. There's, there's two black one, people in the Star Wars universe and people, one yeah. Asian American. Yeah, well, but he's American, so yeah. I doesn't like he's any Asian American. I like how I said Asian American, and then they're like, "What's an America?" Yeah, this was a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You after just said all, black guy too instead of like African American. But I don't think what's his face? <laughs> what's that guy's name? His real name? I think he's English. John Boyega. Yeah, he's British. Um, because I saw this movie called Attack the Block that he was in. It's about these aliens and like these street kids, like beat him off or something <laughs> so he's gotta beat him up beat him off Ryan that's how I the, do it most times by myself <laughs> cigarettes beat off aliens right songs in that order <laughs> <laughs> that's my average weekend so Ryan what did you overall think what did you overall think about this As, um, it wasn't the greatest movie I've ever seen 
Was it the worst you've ever seen? It wasn't seen? the worst. You know what I really love, Jake? I'm just going to be forthfront with you. Mandalorian. <laughs> Mandalorian is what Rai Rai loves. <laughs> he enjoys the fact that there's a tiny baby Yoda, less plot lines, a lot shorter. Quick and to the point. You got to go two hours to watch these old actors like Princess Leia sound like some kind of truck stop hooker. She was like, yeah, yeah. Uh, go get a kid and I'll give you a blowjob afterwards. <laughs> and then Han Solo was like, all right. But I, I need to go take a nap real quick. <laughs> and it was just like, okay, well, you're not as cool. And that what was, was the thing with Chewbacca's gun? He was like, hey, can I borrow that? The like bowcaster, yeah. Yeah. Well, you guys have been. He doing had that the entire gay, original trilogy and never fired it. I don't it was think. It's like a gay bestiality thing they had going on. And it's like, you never touched it before? Because I know you had. I'm talking about the gun and the Wookiee penis. Um, which which is eight feet long, we're assuming. Mm, but We've still never, smaller than Samuel Jackson's lightsaber never seen one. and actual penis. Yeah, exactly. 12 feet. Yeah. Just a button and a fur coat on that 12 guy. 12 feet, 3.2 meters. Don't look that I up. I don't know how that it's works. Probably not. Samuel Jackson penis length in centimeters or meters. Um, Eight million centimeters. I I could have really <laughs> have done without Princess Leia and Han Solo. You didn't like him. Didn't like him in this. I, they really he didn't played even feel on a Han tiny Solo twinge and of nostalgia like when he when he jumps on the screen. He's like, Chewie, we're home. Yeah, that's uh, I fucking cried at the movie theater. I didn't cry in the movie theater, but I was like a lot of like. <laughs> like uh force kind of stuff like happening you know like oh oh we're being taken in oh no oh it's chewy and han solo uh-oh this is their old you know millennium They're falcon <laughs> whatever and it's just like oh well princess leia and han solo had a baby but they broke up and he retreated to what he knew but he still wears that leather jacket <laughs> Hangs out with Chewbacca, who is doing God knows what while he was knocking boots with Princess Leia. I'm sorry, General Leia. And they had a baby named Ben. Ben Solo, named after Obi-Wan Kenobi, maybe? I don't know. I never understood that plot point. And that, so Leia never met Obi-Wan. And Han Solo knew him for like four hours. They picked him up, and then they he took him to the Death Star. And Obi-Wan's like... Guess what, Darth Vader? I'm going to have a really slow light, lightsaber fight with you. <laughs> and then I'm going to collapse in a bundle of clothes <laughs> on the floor. And then be carbon, not frozen or whatever the fuck that is. He was frozen like carbonite or whatever. That was Han Solo, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's um, Ben Solo is a good name, though. That sounds like a rap name. Like, hey, you still with that girl? No, nah, I've been ben solo, solo for a while, yo. And which he was kind of being solo. I love. And he was being extra. I love the sound design in this. I really enjoyed Kylie Ren's voice. The effect that they did on Adam Driver's voice, I thought was really cool. But then you see his face and you're like, oh, this is like Darth Vader all over again. Like this this guy, well, this guy over here. Particularly what I loved about this was that when they went to, to write this, they were like, hey, we need a Darth Vader character. But we can't just do another Darth Vader. So why don't we write... Why don't we build within that character that he's a Darth, literally a Darth Vader wannabe and he knows it. He knows that he's trying to be something he's really not. Give him a beard, though. And <laughs> he's trying to be like something he's really not. And he's also like kind of not good at what he does. Well, at this point in the first movie, he's decent at what he does. Well, when you think about it, so he 
kind of when the first scene he shows up, he kills everybody in the village. Yeah. He hell lets yeah. Poe get away, basically. No um, purpose. <laughs> and when he gets to Ray in the forest, he's like, we don't need the droid. She's seen the map. I can definitely get it to her. And so the stormtrooper says, hey, there's resistance fighters arriving. He's like, let's just bounce. Pull. Yeah, he's like, let's bounce. Just get everyone out. We got what we need. Well, it turns out they could have killed a lot of resistance fighters, but he said, nah, we're just going to, we got what we need. We'll Cuckoo. leave. Uh, turns out that didn't quite work out because when he tries to probe her mind or whatever he was, whatever like he was doing. a blind man trying to touch a, a somebody's face. Well, when he literally, I think he kind of hit like a switch in her mind when he did that. And it's kind of responsible for her becoming basically self-aware that she has force powers. That's kind of his fault <laughs> when he does that. <laughs> she, realize, she realizes she does have that strength within her and she has that kind of natural ability of something that she never tapped into before or knew that she was tapping into. And he's responsible for it. Do you think that she's hot? Do I think Daisy Ridley is hot? In this movie or in real life? In this movie. So when Kylo Ren takes... <laughs> Are you fanboying right now? That's all I'm trying to say. I thought her getup was a little crazy. It was like capris and boots. I was like, yeah, I got some Doc Martens too. It's very much like someone... It's loose-fitting clothing that you'd kind of wear if you grew up in a hot environment. It's it's typical like Star Wars robes and stuff. It's not not anything like groundbreaking. I do remember when <laughs> when I saw I saw this for the first time with my mom and when Kylo Ren takes off his helmet, she leaned over and said, "He looks like a dork." He <laughs> chin's like something that his chin doesn't come down to a point kind of is angled a certain I, I want to know what he puts in his hair to make it look that full and fluffy after it's been in a helmet all day. <laughs> You know, it's kind of like the same thing with Darth Vader. You expect like some something crazy, but it's just like some pasty white dude. That's what you're expecting when it's a dude well, in that's a what mask. You should though. expect now, but yeah, now it's just like no, I'm totally fine. Like he wore that. Darth Vader wore that because it was his life support suit that he was wearing around with him. Well, this guy's just a wannabe. Yeah, exactly. He's wearing a mask with a you know the voice modifier, and because he wants to look scarier than he actually is. And he killed his deity. Han Solo's like, Ben, he's like, I love you, son. He's like, yo, dad, I miss you. I'm torn. And he's then like, he said, psych. <laughs> yeah, they said, I'm about to stab you up with this cross-shaped lightsaber, behotch. And then he stabbed him, and his dad was like, Han Solo, he was like, I just want to touch your face one more time before I fall down. Also, dad. I'm having a stroke. I'm, this death is actually of natural causes. You missed my heart completely. And, yeah. he's like, <laughs> and then he thought the shit was going to end there, and... Daisy Ridley or whatever her Ray comes back and she's like, yeah, peace out, bitches. I'm about to ride with this Wookiee. What did you think of the lightsaber fight in the snow? Um, thought it was great until Looked cool. the, the <laughs> land broke in between them. Like, here's one of those other kind of like one of like it was just divine interventions. Like, come on now. Come on now. One of the main criticisms, and I think the people that are that have a problem with the new Star Wars. And also there's an intersection of those people. I'm not saying it's everybody. It's definitely not. But there is an intersection of those people that have a problem with these movies and people who are also sexist <laughs> who are like, she should not have been able to beat him that easily. Like he's trained. Well, first of all, they try to make it interesting. I mean, he was kicking her ass there for a while. And she was he like, was the and force. And she was like, nah, I, bitch, I got the force too. I, yeah, yeah, people yeah, are yeah. like, it was too easy for her. Remember, 
After he stabs Han Solo, Chewbacca shoots him in the stomach with he the bleeds. bowcaster. He starts beating himself. So he's already out. like a little bit out of it. And he's basically had won the fight until he says he basically is like he's got her backed over a ledge and he starts like talking shit. Makes her mad. <laughs> and then she <laughs> like slashes him across the face and knocks his ass down. That's when the fight really starts to turn in her favor. But Well, let's be honest with ourselves. They're trying to make money out of this. And Ray and all of them are going to be okay at the end of this third one. And Adam Driver's character is going to get killed. Maybe. So, spoiler unless, alert. Unless now, he turns back. You'll see. He's not going to turn back. He's done too many in, wrongs. Well, wait until you see the next, Shake, next installment. You're the kind of the people who go pay to see these movies. And you're like... Oh, that's a nice way to tie it up. I just told you how it's going to end, man. That's how it's going to end. From a cynic's point of view. Yeah. No, cynicism is the truth. Cynicism know, is the path to the dark side. There's, well, Cyn- you know, honesty is the best policy. So <laughs> go spend your money on some bullshit, which I'm probably going to spend my money on that bullshit, too, because we're doing this goddamn podcast. But anyway, uh, <laughs> we know how the shit's going to end. And also, I would like to say, Whenever uh, Chewbacca and Ray left, like people were cheering them on as they left their parking spot. Nobody's ever cheered me on after leaving a parking spot. But I feel like it happens a lot in these movies where people are like, oh, yeah, you can drive. Yeah, that's cool. Woo, bye. And you're like, yeah, all right, man. We'll fast forward. I can drive. We'll fast forward to that final scene. Well, I know what happens from right the beginning of the first one. Like, well, you because you lightsaber out? because you've accidentally watched it, thinking not knowing which one was the first one. But so she finds Luke, that, and he's that was short. The, and I'd be like, "This motherfucker, that's that was it is. Like, that was the whole mug of, that was the whole main plot of this was Luke Skywalker's gone, and they're basically they were they're looking for this much of the map they didn't have, <laughs> and they were like, "Well, where the fuck is he?" Well, <laughs> just for the people at home, he's, hold, is like, he's holding up the sm- he's holding his hands together to form the smallest piece of map, and it's absolutely true. When they get to the end of this, and the two droids put their maps together, which is not a euphemism, he's it's literally it like there's, there's the smallest chunk of like charted space, and like it's right um, here. Yeah. <laughs> it's definitely how was- dumb is that? Like. Princess Leia is like this. Fifty years has passed. presumably been gone, been gone for years, like five, ten years, I think. It was. Oh, she's been gone longer than that. Well, I've Luke, seen that. And she when Luke, like when Luke did crazy. his, when Luke disappeared, it has been like I think in the canon, it was something like between five and ten years since he's actually been gone, gone and missing. So people were like, "Oh my god, no!" So, <laughs> I and mean, they were like really lean heavy on him, one guy to save everybody. Well, that's not how it worked in the first three movies. No, it's not it wasn't. how it worked in any of those movies. We're depending on him. I know he dies in the second one, but he may come back because it's the rose, the Skywalker. Because it's the forest, and guess what? When you die, you're not really dead. Or if you strike me down, I'm more powerful than ever before. That was in the original, so you know what? Fuck off. So but- save your money. Watch the Mandalorian. <laughs> this was okay. Maybe the second one will be good. I don't know. I'll watch it. Second one is one of my favorites. Well, I'll and watch know, it. Uh, and I know for a lot of again. people out there, the Last Jedi is one of the worst, insulting pieces of political correct filmmaking you've ever seen in your life. And also, they got Luke's character wrong, and there's plot holes, and there's an Asian in it, and you're upset about that too. Guess fuck Asian off. I liked it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Spoiler alert for the next step. The next one we do. <laughs> oh, and by the way. 
we're we're in a like girl power kind of right now and you know you got the me too movement and like girl power and stuff like that again or you could just say representation of more people than just white dude that too (laughs) and i'm thinking that uh that ray is gonna like obviously they're gonna spice it up and make it look like she's she can't win and she'll come back and she'll fuck him up you know that's going to happen and she's going to come out on top i think that her character to me seems like a combination of Luke Skywalker and kind of Princess Leia. Oh, dude, you could say that. So what I'm thinking is when they kissed, when before they found out they were brother and sister, she got pregnant from that kiss because that's how babies happen. And then In the Rey Star was Wars universe, right? Yeah, they don't know how it, they don't understand how it happens. They don't have anything else but white people. All right, and then until Lando shows up, until Lando shows up, he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" <laughs> <laughs> and then Carl Weathers shows up at some point, <laughs> and he, all of a sudden yeah. he can act and <laughs> a little bit. Here's the puck. <laughs> <laughs> That's I, all he does in that first episode. <laughs> yeah, the, the Mandalorian. I every time I see Carl Weathers, I'm immediately thinking like, "Oh shit, this Carl, is Carl Weathers. Weathers from Arrested Development." I'm like. I can't even take this guy it's seriously. It's so fucking. It's so fucking good. He does that so well. It's so good. He redeemed himself in this third one, which he's still alive. But anyway, anyway, um, I, I'm not. This movie was kind of like, oh, yeah, okay, whatever, for me. It didn't really do. It didn't really get me hard or anything like that. I will say with a bit. I've seen this probably four or five times. I haven't seen it in at least two years. The last, well, I watched it last night, and that was the first time I've seen it since you know I watched it several times when it first came out. And it's, it, I definitely understand the mindset I was in, and the fact that after Revenge of the Sith, there was George Lucas like, no more Star Wars, no more of this. And the fact that we were getting a new Star Wars, I understand the hype behind it. I was completely on Star Wars. I was completely on board with it in the theaters, but the the more times I've seen it, I understand like, yes, this movie has its flaws thematically. It is very much acting's not that great. Princess Leia. Some of the acting is kind of iffy. I will say Leia's acting, um, Carrie Fisher before she passed away, this was the first movie she admitted in something like 15 years. Yeah. She's like, Hey, her act, she was a, oh, you, she's a little, cent. she was a little stiff in this. Or her, half a portion. I'm going to fuck you for half a portion. Yeah. Half, or fuck you for half a portion. Three quarters portion. Do you know that was Simon Pegg? That was did, it? Yeah. That did that character. Okay. So, yeah. Simon Pegg. But yeah, Carrie Fisher, her piece in The Last Jedi, a lot better. Performance was a lot better, a lot less stiff. Just better across the board i'd say but yeah and that's probably a definitely a better across the board movie in general it's there's she more like hell in comparison or, to the old stuff <laughs> and her voice is just shot man her voice is much different i will oh, say it's a it, lot d- it takes quite but she was also 19 in the first star wars when it came out so and that was in 1977 mm. so damn i, I don't know a bit of old i just go home and off myself now <laughs> if that happens to me like I'm going to sound like some guy who's going to give you a glory hole love fest at a truck stop or Annabelle's in Winston. Yeah. Annabelle's seafood restaurant. No, the, no there is the Annabelle's in high point. That's what I think you're talking about. Yeah, there's something that is right down the street from the place I work. And there's glory hole in it. 
And there's a lot of weird things. Just Craigslisted misconnections. Yeah. Um, you can, you can find stick it. your double-sided lightsaber in there if you know what I'm talking about. No, you don't want to do that because you might come back with something you can't wash off with the force. Yeah. Ryan, is there anything else you want to add for this week? Uh, I'm not really looking forward to the second one. Fuck it. We'll, we'll watch it and see Great. what happens. That's, <laughs> Great. That's, the, that's the kind of enthusiasm I was <laughs> expecting and appreciate. Happy Thanksgiving Happy to thanks- all of our fellow Americans. Exactly. And if you're not an American, then just eat something good tomorrow yeah. or today, I guess. Or be thankful for all the stuff that's happened in your be life. Be thankful for us and tell people about us and send us your baby Yodas. We want baby Yoda. Exactly. Guys, thanks for listening. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate, a podcast bitches. about movies and TV shows and video games. What the fuck did you come out with? You yeah, came out with like a... a like fine print right yeah, there. Sorry, what sorry the hell was that? that? <laughs> the hell was that? Yeah, you're, you're stepping on my line, say guy. I'm trying out for my radio voice. For Go ahead. My side, uh, what my what side did hustle. you want to say? What did uh, you I just say? Said no, it. no, no, no. You thought it was important to step on my lines. I was going to do it this time. Okay, go for it. Nutty, 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 bitches. I'm going to touch foot on foot right there. Foot on foot. Our foots are touching. Toe on. Toes interlocking in the most uncomfortable way possible. Jam it up. Until Until next time, folks. Give us your baby Yodas. Um, But speaking of sinking time into stuff, Ryan, we're going to talk about the current longest to date Star Wars film. Two and a half hours. Preparing you for episode nine, which is coming out in something like two weeks from when this episode goes out. Yep. We're talking about... The prequel to Knives Out, Star Wars The Last Jedi, <laughs> another Ryan Johnson joint. <laughs> yes. After Looper, but before Knives Out. Oh. Ryan, having like not one failure there. <laughs> <laughs> having not seen any of the previous having not been previously acquainted with the sequel trilogy. Up until what, recently. Up until about a week ago. Or two weeks ago. What did, what did you think of this? Well, I'm gonna first come off and say that the first time I tried to watch this. We were thinking about doing it. I went immediately to the second <laughs> to part Netflix. of this trilogy. And, and <laughs> I was just like, what the hell's going on here? I had no idea what was going on. All these plot points. Um, but I watched the first one and then the plot points in the second one were not confusing. Um, still, uh, Princess Leia sounds like some kind of truck driver, but she uses like the force to save her. So that's like one crazy thing that happens. There's a couple crazy things that happen here. I... Really hated that part. Did she's you? She's like weird space Mary Poppins flying yeah, and through. Yeah, she's like, and then she's like, oh, I need to be resuscitated or something. Like they put her in like some kind of thing um, to fix her up, like hospital bed. Um, there's a lot of good. There's a lot of bad here. So I think I'm just going to be top three and then we'll discuss. Fair enough. Um, there is this James Brown looking motherfucker. And the only thing I say he looks James Brown is because he has like this, the gold robes, the gold robe. He's in a red room. He's got a bunch of ninjas around him. Like everybody knows James Brown had. But you may not know about Supreme Leader Snoke of the First Order, which is who he's referring to in case yeah. you didn't get the reference. Yeah, I like that room. It was kind of like 70s looking. Um, I also enjoy the fact it looks really that, big on screen too. Yeah, until a lot they of burn depth. that motherfucker down. Until they take the curtains down. <laughs> um, I really like some of the humor in this because there's a lot of like dry humor, kind of. Is it literally uh, your mom joke in the first five minutes of this? Yeah, something I wasn't expecting. Um, something we haven't seen in the Star Wars u- universe before. I enjoy the action in this. 
There's a couple of action-esque parts that I'm really excited about when Ray and Kylo Ren are fighting against people or like whenever they're like blowing up the dragon, uh, was it dreadnought or just any flying and stuff. Yeah. Um, the salt at the end of the, um, whenever they make it to the right. planet. Yeah. They got the I thought little... that was cool where it was red and it kind of gave it like a blood effect. Um, the last thing that I will point out that I really liked was the, um, actually I think that was it. Okay. Perfect. <laughs> uh, some things I didn't like, um, Finn kind of went off and did his thing and I can't tell if they're trying to set him up with, with Ray or Rose. It's very confusing, right? I feel like Rose is more of a fit for him because she kissed him and she's like saved his life. But Ray, I think is the more attractive lady and that he pines for a little bit more. She also shocked his ass because she thought he was deserting. Yeah. And that's kind of like a thing where, you know, like your <laughs> wife will keep you in line. But kind that's of kind thing. of his thing because he tried to run away from multiple things in the last movie and this one. And someone finally put him in his place. They're like, hey, zap. <laughs> he literally got tased because he tried to escape the ship. I mean, he was. Well, she saw a packed bag and she just lost her sister. Yeah. Which is really insensitive where he was like, yeah, I'm just I'm checking this escape pod. And she's like, you were checking it with a packed bag from the inside. Yeah. And then she pulled out that baton was like, you know what? I had to like stun three people earlier for trying to get off the ship. <laughs> and she's just over there crying. <laughs> I just lost my sister. <laughs> well, tough shit. Fuck you, Finn. <laughs> you know what I didn't like is that every time that Poe sees Finn, he always seems so surprised like he survived. That's happening in both the movies. I'm waiting for it to happen in the third one. This happens in the very beginning uh, where he lands and he's like, how many bombers did we just lose? It doesn't matter. We blew up that one ship. Yeah, dreadnought down. <laughs> the the big problem with that is it seems like the first order has a lot more ships, and the resistance doesn't. Yeah, you're pretty there's, sol'd. There's about twelve people left, and just about the entire resistance fits on the Millennium Falcon by the end of this movie. It's not, it's like 20 people by the end of this movie. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. And it sets up for the third one. And then like Kylo Ren and uh, Ray, they kind of, their minds are bridged and they're seeing each other more. They're both Jedis. Luke Skywalker goes to destroy a tree and like Yoda appears and he's like, yeah, uh, okay, I'll destroy this. And it was supposed to be this huge scene for Luke Skywalker. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And then Yoda's like, yeah, okay, boom, lightning, boom, just fire. flicks his finger. Yeah, <laughs> doesn't even done. doesn't even matter. There's the big problem. I I enjoyed both of these movies when I saw them in the theater. I loved The Force Awakens when it came out. I loved The Last Jedi when it came out. Now that a couple of years have passed, looking back on The Force Awakens in particular, it is way way too reliant on A New Hope, and the to almost as much as I would say it's a soft reboot of that to where so much of the same plot points are similar. We have the desert orphan who's on, who escapes the planet on the millennium Falcon. She has an older mender figure and then they go to a big planet murdering space station who that blows up some planets. And then that older mentor figure is murdered by a man in black. And then he was murdered like a (laughs) bitch. Like they took him out like a bitch. He, Luke Skywalker didn't go out that way. No, he Han goes out Solo in a much way. better way. Um, Which Poe is the new Han Solo. 
Trying. Leather jacket in this one, too. Leather jacket. But, man, he really fucks some stuff up. He gets so many people killed in the beginning. And then he puts he lets Finn and Rose go on. The, he gets demoted. But he's still like, hey, Finn and Rose, why don't you? But they're you, like, I like him. Finn, guy I like. Rose, I just met you, but you know what? You both sound, you both said a bunch of words I don't understand, and you think you can take this tracker out. Why don't you guys go go to this casino, talk to Justin Thoreau. Justin Thoreau is going to ignore you, and then you're going to meet up was with... Was that Justin Thoreau? It was Justin Thoreau. He, he was, was in there for like two seconds. He was the guy they were supposed to meet, but then they got locked up because they illegally parked, basically. And then they met Benicio <laughs> they Del got, Toro. They got thrown in jail because they illegally parked on that beach. <laughs> Who I think is the better actor, Benicio Del Toro. Yeah. It was cool to see Justin Thoreau in like just a random cameo in this. He says like he has like one line, I think. You think they'll bring him back? No. You know, <laughs> that was it. One and done. Um, um, I don't know how. I know you didn't like that uh, whole casino thing, and I can understand. I thought it's like it a was plot waster, but also brings Benicio del Toro in, sets up for the next thing. Wherever I think, I think he's a good actor, but he's really underutilized in this, and his yeah. weird lisp or, or speech his, impediment that he has was a bit unnecessary. He's great in Sicario. Um, and it was, it was very. The whole scene was very. The whole plot line really was very heavy handed in that, hey, these are bad people and they're selling weapons to both sides. And they don't, he doesn't let you forget about that. They say it like four times. I feel that, like that's going to have something to do with the next that one. That they're selling weapons and different fighter planes to the resistance and the first order. I thought there was going to be some kind of big reveal where they're like, yeah, this person bought it and they knew about both sides and they were supporting the cause. Nah, not really. They just show a TIE fighter and then they show an X Wing and they're like, Maybe war's a bad thing, <laughs> and Surprise. that's about, and that's about all we really. That's about as deep as it goes, really. I mean, it's really trying to make a point, but in a universe that is literally called Star Wars, it only something like that only goes so far, you know. <laughs> right, and that, if that's it was what called built on everything's it, been like fighting, it's and all like, conflict. There has to be some sort of it's no, nothing's. It's not called stars. Star, everything's fine, and we all get love. along, you know. It's everyone. There's conflict. Every single one of these, there's conflict or something's going wrong and something needs to be fixed. There's a problem. You got to go here and Yo, you got to solve it. Check fix out the hook it. of my DJ. Report. We, we got to solve it with lightsabers or yeah. something. Let's go stab you know? somebody and figure it out. Let's blow them up. Um, I am interested to see. Well, let's talk about this scene. So we talked about earlier. It's wherever Ray goes in to this pit. And like she's up at this mirror and she sees her parents, supposedly, but she doesn't really see them. Uh, they're like silhouettes, basically, yeah, and they're, they're walking away from her. And we're almost like, I I looked it up, and I was like, well, what's going on with this? Who's who's the parents? Which will probably be revealed in the third movie. Uh, Luke Skywalker's uh, you lightsaber. Sort of, you sort of get a reveal in this. Do you think you know who it is? Well, Kylo Ren has the he has the actual on-screen reveal where he's like, "I know who your parents are. I saw it." Yeah, he said there were nobody. Yeah, he's like, "They're no, they sold you for drinking money. They're, you know, they're." But was he doing that try to convince her to come over to his side? Well, that's the thing about his character. Would he lie? He absolutely would lie. He's <laughs> he's not a trustworthy person. <laughs> no, he keeps turning. You keep like, oh, okay, we'll give this guy a chance. He's oh, had so, he screwed us. Let's he's had so chance. many chances across two movies to like make what you consider to be the right choice, 
And he fucking doesn't. <laughs> What's going to happen in the third one, I bet, is he's going to obviously die, but he's going to be fighting so. for the good side when he dies. Maybe. This definitely. Probably too late. <laughs> it's definitely. Because aren't they bringing back the Emperor? Yes. So he's going to help him fight that, I bet. Probably. It's not. It's going to be whole, one of those whole, hey, I've been a bad dude the whole, for most of my life. But Redeeming quality. I'm going to help you kill this one guy. Uh, I'm dying. I'm going to go to heaven now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <You know>? that's <laughs> bullshit. It's basically what Darth Vader did, where he's like, mm-hmm. uh, that's what it's going to be, man. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. They showed the trailer for the new one, and they're like on like the ocean or something. They're fight, and the the thing they're on the planet. I don't know if it's indoor, um, but they're, what they're supposed to do is they're fighting on the remains of the second Death Star. So, literally, where Return of the Jedi happened, they're fighting on top of that, and it all comes full circle, Jake. <laughs> um, um, this uh, the scene wherever she goes and sees her yeah, parents no. or whatever. That was a little weird. Uh, you said it was equivalent to like it was supposed to be the equivalent in Empire Strikes Back, where Luke goes and the the dark force tree on Dagobah, and he fights the Darth Vader that turns out to be him. He has a vision basically, and that which is what she had. It was way too long and drawn out, and I think it's supposed to add some level of mystery to who Ray's parents are. But I have never cared about who Ray's parents are. So Force Awakens, when when this came out in theaters. You know, when you have the, when it's, they're both on like Disney Plus and you have the ability to watch them back to back, you miss out on some of the, some of the things that when you watch, if you watch these chronologically when they came out, there was two years where people were asking all these questions. You have time to think about it. Who are Ray's parents? Who is Snoke? Who, how yeah, did they, no one really ever explained who how Snoke did, is. How did, yeah, he's just a big, tall guy who got That's scarred smart. up, who <laughs> is seven feet tall and he wears a gold robe and, and he has ninjas. He doesn't really do much. He disses Kylo Ren. And then what happens to him? He gets Duh. carved the fuck up. He gets one eighty seven. That was Andy. Bitch. Andy circus <laughs> was Snoke, by the way. Oh, that makes sense. Pretty good though. He's, he's the motion capture guy. He's of the guy course. you go to when you did the motion capture anything in Hollywood. But yeah, um, I, what are we talking about? <laughs> You're talking about uh, James Brown in his room full of ninjas. His room full of ninjas. Um, What did you think of the scene where it's almost like they were combining sort of movies where it's like Return of the Jedi, where it's like, hey, the apprentice brings the the person to the, the master. He's like, hey, guess what? You want to come to the dark side? No, guess what? All right. Time time for you to die then. <laughs> did you ever think that he was going to kill her? Because I did you think that Kylo was ever going to kill Rey? No, I will also say that Luke Skywalker scene is equivalent to like Ben Kenobi dying. You know, he just folds into clothes. His robes collapse. Yeah, (laughs) it's kind of like Luke Skywalker because clothes collapsed there too. It did, and he was from afar. Which I wonder if Ben Kenobi was from afar. Uh, no. No, he wasn't. Supposedly, the force powers that Luke Skywalker um, displays in this are something that's been seen in the extended universe. So some of the novels and stuff Mm -hmm. that are no longer considered part of the official canon. But force projection is a power that we've heard of before. But apparently, even someone really, really powerful, it takes a lot of effort to do it, which is why he literally... 
just died, died after he did it. <laughs> he died to buy the resistance time for them to get away. Um, but he didn't really die because no one ever really dies. In Star no Wars, one's right? ever really gone. Yoda was in this movie. Like they like, say, oh, I missed you. I'm like, yeah, what's up? Bitch? Yeah. Which is why the fact that we knew for like a year, Mark Hamill's going to be in this. We're like, oh, he's going to be force ghost. Like, that's just, that's what happens. Like they did the same thing with Obi-Wan. Like he died in the first movie. Guess what? He showed up in two more movies because he's a ghost now. So well, showed, so did uh, <laughs> Darth Vader. And I wonder if Adam Driver's young, character, young will Darth be, Vader, will be well, yeah, like, old and then young. I died, and now I'm 25 years old again, Bitches. and I have two arms and two legs again. Living my best life. <laughs> Why didn't I do this years ago? <laughs> um, maybe because they explained it. Because I think at the end of it, isn't Darth Vader? He's like the old white guy, but he has all of his appendages. He was. So when it first came out, he was the same actor that played him when he takes his mask off, Sebastian right. Stan, who was like an 80 year old man. He was not the guy who played him. Now. He was not the guy who played him in um, the suit. All of the scenes. Yeah. David Prowse. Um, apparently when they filmed that, it was a, he was pissed. Was like he? the one time they take off Darth Vader's mask and they got a different guy to do it, <laughs> to do the scene. It makes sense. But I, I would be pissed. <laughs> but I feel like Darth Vader is more compelling as um, the guy in the mask and everything as opposed to the old white guy because that was a letdown let's be honest that was a letdown <laughs> yes and it's like i always wondered that scene where it's like hey there's yoda hey there's obi-wan who the fuck is that guy <laughs> that's a white guy he doesn't look anything like darth vader with all his appendages or even it's even more confusing when it's like is that my dad? But like 40 years ago, like who is that guy? <laughs> yeah. That Who's doesn't that really translate. Guy? Well, like I guess whenever the movie first came out, it might've translated. We know, we know who that still. is, but Luke Skywalker's like, who the fuck is this third guy that's standing there? Yeah. Maybe he saw pictures <laughs> or maybe he's, I don't know. That no, he wouldn't no because he'd be, he's almost like appearing like, Hey, this is what I'd look like if I had aged normally. Check out my rat tail. You like I'm a dad. You. I'm you a dad now. He's got like a dad bod. He's wearing like socks and sandals. It says world's best dad. <laughs> yeah. He's got a coffee mug that says world's best dad. <laughs> I I'm the greatest. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a little weird. <laughs> and there's always going to be inconsistencies with that, I guess. Cause that movie was like in the seventies and eighties. And then I, like, now we're here we are into like the 2020s almost yeah i think that um kylo and ray's scenes together were probably my highlight for this i think yeah the, finn he's kind of his character is kind not of a much. letdown yeah. there's not much and poe he's exciting because his consists of like blowing up shit but ultimately there's nothing really exciting he's got a one-track mind basically yeah That's- i mean blows <laughs> shit up that's cool um, there's a lot of theories about Kylo and Ray being a romantic thing because, you know, obviously in this day and age, people write, I'm just going to say it erotica about any characters that they think <laughs> that's not going to happen from video games or cinema that they think should or could be together. So the, they're <laughs> Finn's love line was weird too. People like, are really trying to put them together as a couple. And I just don't. I don't see, see that how either. that would They're ever be related, happen. man. I really hope they Luke don't do Leia that all over again. Because I, because Kylo is the, he is already in the family. He's already Luke's nephew. He's Han and Leia's son. You don't need another person in the family to. It's okay to just have another force sensitive person out there. 
They don't. She doesn't need to be Luke's son or the Emperor's daughter. Oh, that would be cool. What if she's the Emperor's <laughs> daughter? What if she, I've seen stuff that's like, what if she's a clone of Palpatine or something? And that's what why if she is. The Emperor's that's why daughter. she goes straight to the dark, like Luke said, or whatever. I like the oh, scene. Oh, I bet this is what's where he. Happen. I like the scene where he tickles her with the leaf. No, yeah, yeah. I thought that was. Out. I thought that it? was funny. And she's like, "Yes, I can feel it." And then he's like, "I loved how grumpy and crotchety old man Luke Skywalker." Was. I like some of the humor in this. I think it was good to have that humor in there. <laughs> kind of broke it up a little bit, especially the little weird frog people. Oh yeah, the um, the, well, the, uh, she blew but, a hole in the yeah. wall, and she chopped down like the keepers on the island, and then there was the porgs, which are like the little penguin people that Chewie eats, tries to eat one of them. And then that one shows up looking really sad by the campfire. And, and then like, he Dum-. takes it in the ship with him. Yep. <laughs> and it's like screaming and stuff. Um, yeah, that's the, I thought those were cute. I don't, I don't think that they or BB-8 are nearly as cute as baby Yoda. Baby no. Yoda is like but there's, quintessential. There's always been ever. cute animals and creatures and droids and stuff in star Wars. And that's not well, going to stop do that. it. I feel it's, like you have to appeal to everybody like this. It's not going to stop children <laughs> because let's face facts. Music wise. Let's face facts. These movies are kind of silly when you talk about them sometimes. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I mean, just like anything, uh, the introduction for people who are new to the series, if they're younger, everyone has their own theme song when they enter a room and stuff. Do they? A lot of people do. Ray's got her own theme song. Kylo, she even paid attention Kylo has his theme song. Darth Vader, especially. Everyone recognizes oh, yeah. that one. Um, he's got his own march. Well, basically. whenever Luke and Leia were together, they played that song. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. That was kind of old school. Um, yeah, I didn't even pick up on that. I'm kind of embarrassed about that. But I'd say overall, I like this one better than the last one. I do too. I think it's see how the third goes because I think it sets up more questions to be answered. Some people are upset about this movie they think it's one of the worst star wars movies ever made or the worst one probably mostly because you know i'm just there they hate change and you know what i don't like change it's a all i'm gonna say is this big galaxy and if there's more representation in that galaxy that has millions and millions of different species I good for like them getting at something <laughs> good for them yeah <laughs> why not <laughs> why can't you have an inner species even even the first order who's supposed to be this like faux Nazi organization has like Asian people and African American people working for them now. Well, even like <laughs> so, <laughs> like uh, back in the day, yeah, like there's the first Star Wars, the very first ones, there was just dudes. They were clear, now they're chicks and clearly dudes. supposed to be just like a Nazi. The George Lucas has said, like when he made the first Star Wars, the Empire was Nazis in space, basically. That's what the direct inspiration of that was. I kind of feel bad even that calling they them incorporated storming. Even calling them stormtroopers was a direct reference to Nazi Germany. <laughs> I feel bad. I well, not bad. But I feel weird that they've incorporated like women into this. I can understand like you know anybody could be evil, but at the same time, it sets up like the strict policy that these people are just like that much more of scum like they don't let women join it's just like very masculine driven like hey we we are evil because we don't let anybody join it's just i don't know that makes it more evil to me or more um sinister i guess egregious maybe mm-hmm. 
There's a lot in the first movie where a little bit in this where especially the black guy. Let's especially when they were like I'm pretty sure that they because they're always referring to white guys. They're all well, yeah. A lot. I mean, well, you don't know because they have masks on, but apparently some and of them are, some white. of them are not. Um, but they there's a lot of undertones of like just subtly not well maybe even not so subtly sexist stuff where like oh my god a girl did this and stuff and even at the beginning of this where Snoke's like you lost to a girl who never touched a lightsaber before you fucking poser take the helmet off or what you know literally didn't say fucking poser (laughs) that's basically what he told him though he's like take that take that helmet off Oh man, that when I watched that in the theater, I was like, that was a pretty sick burn though, because it seemed like he was sort of nice to him in the first one, mm-hmm. but after he really kind of fucked it up towards the end and he well, I think Snoke got the- what he wanted. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. He was just like, well, fuck you, kid. They had that first meeting and he's like, hey, you're kind of a failure. You're never going to be Darth Vader. You're a kid in a mask. And Kylo has like a mental, he has a mental fucking breakdown after he. (laughs) Um, Oh, man. I will say that's my favorite (laughs) scene whenever they were fighting together. It was cool to see them team up like that, even if only briefly. And we realized it's like, hey, he did this because he wants to be the supreme leader. <laughs> but what could have been? Yeah. You get to see what could have been. The briefest moment where he's like, he really does seem to care about her. He's I wouldn't invited her multiple I w- times. I wouldn't say in a romantic sort of way, but in a sort of like, you are useful to me sort of way. <laughs> well, he would probably try to be romantic with her if she joined him probably you what if what if what i'm just throwing this out here what if this trilogy ends with ray and kylo ren going off somewhere (laughs) and the war's still going on (laughs) and like the war continues (laughs) man that's some resolution wouldn't it it'd be like well guess you'll find out what happens in three more movies (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if you, I think that would be something crazy. I've wondered about that. Like, what if this particular saga comes to the end and, like, the First Order wins? Like, they definitely have the upper hand at this point. There's, like, 12 people left in the Resistance. That would and make it's, more interesting. It's, it's not really set. It's not explained super well because a lot of the prequels focused way too much on the politics. There's a lot of long Senate scenes and talking about this vote and that vote. It's too much. They spent too little time explaining the governmental structure. And just really quick, 
after the empire fell, there was a new resistance. What was left of the empire kind of retreated to some dark spaces and they became what's now like the first order. And they were building up over the period of about 30 years to to try to get back, trying to make a comeback. The new Republic didn't have a military, which is why when they built that super weapon, they fired off and destroyed all those planets. So there's no new Republic left. Leia for years was like, Hey, there's some bad people out there. They're, 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 Training storm. They're training stormtroopers. They're building weapons. They're bad news. You need to. You need to take care of them. The Republic's like, nah, don't don't worry about it. Like you, you were in the war, but like that was so long ago. Like that's definitely not going to happen again. It happened again. So she, Oops. so she fucked off and like used a lot of her own money to refund the resistance, which is why they're so like not organized and why there's so few people. Why they're not. Why they're poor. Exactly. Why they're poor. Why they're poor and why the First Order has such an upper hand now because nobody took them seriously for a long time. They wiped out the government and now there's like literally 20 people left. We're presuming in the galaxy that are standing against them. (laughs) So So what you're saying is there's a chance. The odds aren't looking good for them at the end of this movie. Shit happens. Um, But yes. (laughs) I would say that I'm excited for the next one based on this movie. Well, that's good. I'm glad you're not less excited for it because the I... The first one left more to be desired, I thought. It it was... I had fun in the theater. I watched it multiple times, obviously, because I love Star Wars. But I'm... Nerd. It's got a lot of flaws. And it... This... Who doesn't I, in my opinion, flaws, Jake? Is a better movie. And it sets up more for this next one and it, it leaves me excited for for more i hope it ends on a, a high a good note at least not even a high note i just want a good conclusion to this i bet you don't get it i will we'll find out in 2049 when the episode star wars episode 19 comes out i guess so or whenever you can actually get a ticket to the third one that's coming out we'll this trilogy see. we'll see but Ryan, that'll about that'll about do us for this week, won't it? I know, man. It's like eleven o'clock, and I have work tomorrow. We both Look have work you tomorrow. Keeping me up late. We we both have to go to work tomorrow. I'm so, a young man. So, I'm an old man. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming along the ride with us. We're all caught up with Star Wars stuff until the next one comes out after Christmas. So, yeah, leave us a review if you want. Leave us good, send, send some positivity our way. Send share some dick pics. Share the podcast with a friend. Follow us on the socials. We'll link all that in the um, episode description. Seriously, guys, put us out there. It makes us look better. The more followers we have on Facebook, on Instagram, share it with somebody else. We're really trying to drive those numbers up because we want to penetrate more of your ears. That's what we're all about. We're doing a hundred episodes. If we don't go up any higher, then we'll never do. That's any right. More than Ryan keeps threatening. Ryan threatens to quit every week. So you know what? For his sake, fuck it. <laughs> for his sake and your sake, I'll say we need your Fo- follow. So follow us. Leave us a good review. Share it with a friend. Seriously, but those of you who listen, seriously, thank you so much. You only we, have forty-seven you. more episodes to go. That's right. <laughs> Hustle. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts, guys. I have no heart. But also, as we we, Merry Christmas, as we say at the end of this in every episode of Almost Accurate. Happy Kwanzaa. And what's the one for the Jews? Uh Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Hanukkah. Nighty night. Be hotches. Until next time, folks. (laughs) 
the speaking of some dipshit that wanted to <laughs> that wrote it and really wanted to finish it up. Wait, what? one more thing. Oh, that was the perfect segue. <laughs> Deadpool three is in development. Which could be another way of saying, hey, some dipshits trying to write oh. another movie for Deadpool. But speaking of dipshits, besides Deadpool directors and writers. No, it's gone. It's gone now. It's never gone. It's, Come here and take my hand. No one's ever really gone. No one is. No one that's ever really line. dies, that's nerd. A, that's a line. Real. That's a line from the movie. Anyways, uh, you'll, you'll know this because it's in the, the episode title. Rise of Skywalker, Star Wars Episode Nine. We watched it. I've seen it twice. I've seen it twice in the theater. Disappointed twice. I saw. I was disappointed the first time, and then my mom fell asleep for about fifteen minutes in the middle of the second. How one. How do you know? Because I looked over at her and she was <laughs> asleep. Why <laughs> oh, she wasn't snoring? And then she also like when she woke up, she accidentally bumped into the the seat adjuster thing, and it kind of freaked out on her for a second. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was one. Of, it was one of those deals. <laughs> Where something is happening, you're really trying to fix it without anyone noticing, but it makes it more noticeable. Uh, it, was, it was pretty funny. I forget what part of the movie that happened in. It was like a really serious part, too. But I was like, trying. people were probably like, shh, shh. We're Where did you to, sit? We're trying to kill off another main character only to bring him back five minutes later. <laughs> Where did you sit with your mom? Uh, in the back. <laughs> I don't want people to know if she's here with me. <laughs> no. we, she always likes to sit in the back, um, especially at like places like the Palladium, where it's in the like, middle. Or I mean, for this, it was just wherever you can get a seat. So. Oh, you know I me, went, I'm all about that D one life. I went by myself on opening day. I didn't go to like a midnight screening or anything, but I went at eleven. I got an eleven fifteen on oh, opening I love day. Whenever you can go to those, and it was uh, it was full, but I. Got a I got a seat like towards the back on a, at the end by myself, so it wouldn't wouldn't anything. If I don't get D one, I ain't going. <laughs> I ain't going. I thought about doing that while I was sick. It was Friday. It was the day. It was the opening day, and yeah. I was like, I'm gonna go, and I didn't. And I but whenever I did go, I went during like a weekday, I think, and I only paid like three dollars and some change. Where did you go? I went to the AMC, dog. Damn, I'm like for a premiere, a premiere, dude. Yeah, it was like three ninety or something. Heated seats too. Oh yeah, dog. No heated seats at the Palladium. They need to tear and down the, the recliners, theater. bitch. We only had the recliners at the Palladium. I saw it there twice, and no heated seats, just the recliners. That's the only way I travel. The first, the fr- I didn't use the recliner at all the first day. I didn't sleep very much that night because I was excited to go see it. <laughs> nerd yeah no uh, yeah I will, no. Fr- I will freely admit yes i would that is like ultimate peak nerd level that you were were you excited about daisy ridley were you excited about seeing her i was just excited i was i'm always excited and i think this one especially, you're always excited i'm always excited for everything <laughs> in life ryan i'm just i'm out there i'm just i'm giving it all i'm giving 110 percent i'm just and i, I don't believe you i seen you over the weekend looking at a huge line you're like <laughs> God, there's never been this many people here. Oh, yeah. I was ready to fucking kill myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so much for being excited. We went to a Chinese New Year. We went to the Chinese Lantern Festival in Cary and North Carolina. Yeah. Raleigh. Really beautiful. Really cool. I just wish we had a little bit more time there. It would have been really cool to if we had wrapped, if we had like finished everything and just could have like drank and sat there in that, that big amphitheater part and just looked out over 
Yeah, that probably been cool. Beers were expensive though. I think. I think a sparkling water was like eight dollars. Yeah, I, uh, I was like, what the fuck? I went there like I'm one, gonna go down here and get me some Korean barbecue for cheapo. Yeah, we had the food was pretty good though. We had some yeah. dumplings. Got some vegan dumplings and what what preach. Some Korean barbecue, which is not vegan. Yep, and, didn't eat that. And some some nachos that had some crazy Mexican cheese on it. No yeah. Chinese, no actual Chinese food though. Yeah, I guess dumplings, but it said it, it had Japanese written all over it. Yeah, so they weren't let they weren't letting you forget the country. This is from, hibachi, bitch. Yeah, <laughs> no, those are some good dumplings, but they were fucking expensive, dude. Were they? I spent twenty five dollars on what? two plates of dumplings. Get the fuck out of here! Yeah, man, and a Pepsi. <laughs> not even a coke a pepsi which is everybody's favorite <laughs> traditional japanese drink of choice yeah, pepsi not even coke man just a pepsi <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of that song what pepsi she wouldn't give it to me pepsi they didn't even have the cocaine in there originally it was just <laughs> yeah coke had the cocaine yeah pepsi had the morphine <laughs> had the opioids <laughs> who's trying to get high oh man Anyways, Star Wars. Uh, yep. <laughs> now I was I was super excited, and I, I I make this mistake every time where get too excited. I get you blow to, your load beforehand. I get to, well in the in the days past, it was like a big deal when a new Star Wars movie came out because even when like the prequels came out, there's three years in between them, and after Revenge of the Sith, a movie which we knew exactly how it would end. Yeah, because it's a prequel. Yeah, exactly. So you know, you know where the story goes. You this know, this bitch is gonna survive. You know what happens. This hap- bitch is gonna die. You know what happens at the end of that. Um, and they were like, George Luke was like, "Nah, I'm not doing this anymore. You know, fuck all y'all. Well, everybody." Well, and Disney's like, "We own everyone." Seven years later, George Lucas decides to sell Lucasfilm for four billion dollars to Disney. Or chump however change. much money that was. I think it was like four or something like that. Chump change. And Disney was like, guess what? New Star Wars. We're doing a sequel to Return of the Jedi. We're doing a sequel trilogy. We're doing Star Wars until we die. Until We're going to recoup get, some of our investment. Until we get sick of it. Guess what? There's going to be so much Star Wars, you can't, you can't even stand it. I felt that same excitement when Force Awakens came out because it was like 10 years after like new Star Wars. Felt that same excitement for the next three years little bit less excited when solo came out <laughs> but i saw it i saw it several times in the theaters too yeah, i thought that was all right it, was it wasn't the good. best one i've ever seen but it's yeah. kind of like the mandalorian it's very like and after, simplistic yeah the solo came out four months after the last jedi so after that i was like all right so star wars in the cinema not as big of a deal getting kind of used to it at this point well that was a year and a half ago and you bet you bet your boy has developed a whole <laughs> your boy a, his lightsaber's been ignited once again for a new Star Wars. <laughs> Man, I was revved up and ready to go. I really enjoyed the first half of this movie, and the second half, after watching it twice, is an absolute mess. What's this called time the loose ends. Quickly. This movie is all over the fucking place. <laughs> it's yeah. it really to me. And especially for you, you sh- it's probably more obvious having watched all three of these in the span of a couple weeks now. Yes. It seems like there is no plan when they started this how they were going to end it. There is no outlining treatment. 
they ha- they really it felt like they recycled some characters <laughs> like some people were they how they were and they were like let's bring back the old ones let's kill them off but let's have some people who kind of take over for them who are like kind of similar <laughs> would i be wrong in that han solo's dead let's bring now we've got oscar isaac yeah who's dressed like andy who's literally dressed like he indiana is. jones and in he's this like movie. He's, he shoots from the hip we even have one character towards the end who gets his face melted off Raiders of the Lost Ark style. Hmm. Wonder who that could be. It's the Emperor. The Emperor yeah. comes back. They brought him back. And the they big machine's him back. holding his ass. They brought him back for no reason. That's not a spoiler. He was in the he was in like the, the trailers and stuff. Yeah. He's the back. real spoiler is his granddaughter is Ray. <laughs> and if you haven't seen Rise of Skywalker at this point, sorry, but you probably had that spoiled for you already. And what's don't the even guy wor- who's don't sensitive? Even about it. What's the guy who's sensitive? Finn. John Finn, Boyega. Yeah, he, he's, he's sensitive to the force. And, sen- and a sensitive man and caring man in real life. You know, what's wrong say. with being a sensitive yeah, a man? Good, good actor that's been pretty much underutilized in this entire trilogy. Like a lot of people. <laughs> well, it's because I got too many, too much damn shit going on, man. Just keep it simple. <laughs> this movie especially it seems like it had there's a lot of loose ends that the last jedi really tried to tie up who is snoke don't care he got no chopped one knows. he got chopped in half where to get that scar from and it was pretty inconsequential and you know what i was fine with that because he wasn't an interesting he was a very one-dimensional villain and he's I was like, like i'll kill you <laughs> yeah i was like he made fun what of- else what do you like for christmas <laughs> What do you I'd get like the man to, who has like everything? To, to, the man who's seven feet tall and has a big gold robe. Yeah. And about a, light, in a red room. And it's like Andy Warhol. Lightsaber through the stomach. How about that? How about you get you some nice art to put up in here? What do you think? <laughs> who are Ray's parents? We, people wondered about that for years. And The Last Jedi was like, ain't no motherfucking body. Your grandpa's somebody. Yeah. He's like, your parents ain't nobody. Yeah, they, Cause they chose to be nobodies. And apparently when they're lying there, they're, they're sold you and for, for drinking money. And they're still technically, I didn't they're lie sold to you for drinking money. For drinking, I didn't lie to you. They chose to be nobody. Anyways, we're the writers. Who knows? They, they were lazy <laughs> and they said, Hmm, it, let's no. do bring us more cocaine i don't know quickly i don't know about lazy but i really think that jj abrams was insistent that ray was related to somebody important when he wrote the first one and then the second one comes around and they're like your parents are nobody he's like no just kidding i'm changing this back because i'm doing the last movie so i'm putting this boom i'm putting this back in there you know what, what do you That's think sound of me put my fist down what do you think about that you're palpatine now you're the emperor's granddaughter, but doesn't admit it because whenever asked who she, what's her last name, she's like Skywalker. Which, like, oh, okay, well, that was a waste of time, wasn't it? <laughs> so apparently, in the in the Star Wars universe, you can just change your. You know, there's no legal documents. You can just change your name automatically. Who you want to be today? Like in Solo, where he's like, I don't have a clan, so he's like Han. Click 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 click. Solo. Solo. <laughs> oh, that was so dumb. <laughs> and and this, she's just like Skywalker. <laughs> yeah. After she looks on to two ghosts in the distance, after burying some lightsabers, I I wondered like I'm I'm eager to see like fan edits of that where they just edit in anybody when she looks over to the side. <laughs> Who would you want to see over there? It was <laughs> my name is Ray. 
D2. It's just R2 and 3 POs over there. I'm just thinking, what if she said she was one of the Trumps? It was Ray just the Trumps three. over there. Oh, no. <laughs> what if the Trump was Palpatine and Obama and Michelle were who she looked up on? I'm an Obama. Obama. <laughs> I'm a Democrat. Oh, no. <laughs> After she knew she came from a family of Republicans. <laughs> I didn't. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't really have a problem with that because I was like, well, I was first, like, man, that shit's hokey. But at the same time, I was like, if you found out you were like Hitler's granddaughter, you'd probably change your last name too, wouldn't you? Yeah, but I'd come up with something cool. Like, like, no, it's uh, my name's Ray, Ray Ray. My name's Ray George Washington, Abraham Lincoln. Ray Jordan, related <laughs> to Michael Jordan. Ray Jackson. Oh, wait, hold on. Uh, Ray, uh, Ray Jackson's open-ended, man. You don't have to be related to Michael. What about Ray Charles? Ray Charles, there you go. Ray Charles. What if her name better. was Ray Charles? I'd like that better, actually. What if it was Ray Bobby? Ray she Pat- has two first Ray names. Bobby. <laughs> Ray Farrell. <laughs> Mike not, Concho. Not My name is Mike Concho. <laughs> <laughs> you just take on anybody's identity. <laughs> Perfect. Oh man, it could have went a lot of a lot of directions with that, but then went that lame ass direction. My so name predictable. Is Ray Luke Skywalker. <laughs> my name's Ray Skywalker. If you want to ask any more questions, then you want to talk to my saber. Yeah. I've got. Guess what? I've got a yellow one. It's double sided. She didn't. Turn it's on, double sided. She didn't turn on the second. So side. many questions there. That's you can share with a friend. You could tell. You can find that on Amazon. I bet you could find a yellow lightsaber. It's double sided. Yeah, I'm sure you for can. For sexual pleasure, <laughs> you probably can now, based on the Zach and Miri uh, set that they had. Whereas everyone was holding. That was the one thing that bothered me about the Star Wars parody was that everybody had the wrong colored lightsaber dildo. What? It wasn't. The guy who was the Luke Skywalker parody, I guess Seth Rogen, he's had a red lightsaber dildo. That's gonna say they probably don't care about that shit. They could have. They had all the right colors. Everyone was just holding the wrong one. They could have just swapped them. Be like, oh, here. I'm sorry. I was mistaken. I grabbed the wrong one. Here yeah. you go. Exactly. Anyways, yeah. It was. <laughs> it, it was also just. It was paced very strangely. Like I enjoyed like the first half of this. How they were. There's a lot of like plot MacGuffins. We got to go to this planet. Did to you get say MacGuffins? MacGuffins. It's a what screen, the hell's a MacGuffin? It's a screenwriting thing where there's like a, it's a thing in the plot that they have to go get. Is this to a drive real word the, or did you just make up MacGuffins? No, it's it's a real thing. MacGuffins. So they're they're draw they go from planet to planet because they got to get this thing and go to this planet that shows them where this thing is on this planet. And it, fa- it we find out that where is this. Where's this Sith, the Sith Wayfinder that tells us where Palpatine is? Turns out it's on the Death Star. Oh, <gasps> if you now, if anybody's seen Return of the Jedi, you know where the second Death Star was. So why didn't they just go? Why didn't they go there first? Because that's so being, predictable. If it wound up being in the most obvious place where the Emperor who was at this, on the second Death Star for what was like a day and a half. And he already had this like secret room built which apparently only unlocks with like a DNA scanner. Maybe I don't know. Who it, knows? Un- it unlocks for her automatically. And it's cause she's, well, it also did that for, um, Kylo Ren. No, he was on a different planet, man. I can't keep, he was on, he was on a different, this is the other thing that irritated me is that it sh- it started off. He's just mowing down people. Doesn't say where he's at. It turns out he's on Mustafar. Now, if you're a nerd like me, you, that, <laughs> You know that that's the same planet 
where Obi-Wan and Anakin had their duel and Obi-Wan chopped off his arms and legs and left him for dead. Sometimes you got to be a bitch. In Rogue One, we find out that Darth Vader's gone back to Mustafar, the same place where he was horribly maimed and nearly and basically left for dead, built a whole castle. He's got like a bunch of butlers. He lives there now. That's his like vacation house. Yes, Charles, will you come over here and give me some and stuff? And so basically the second Sith Wayfinder is just there. It's just, it's two of the, the most obvious. Darth Vader had one. The Emperor had one. Where were they? One was on the Death Star. One was at Darth Vader's house. It, that's just where they, they, they're in the most obvious places. It was, there was a lot of things. And whenever I say beat a bitch, I don't mean a woman. I just mean a weak man. <laughs> Just want to clarify, this will come back to haunt us whenever we become famous, you know, and be like, oh, but if right. this is probably the worst thing that we've said, don't go back people, to Don't, don't go, go back, back and listen anymore. Eight. I'm sure there is probably something worse A than that one. A lot worse, I'm sure. Definitely for sure. Um, what did you like about this, Ryan? Before um, we get to stuff you didn't like. I oh, was, there's a lot of that. Um, there were some things that I enjoyed, so we'll get to that before we, I really tear into it. <laughs> Um, what did I like about this? <laughs> um, I mean, the plot was kind of basic in a way, so I didn't get excited about that. Um, maybe you should start with what you liked about it first, okay, so I can maybe enough. piggyback I'll, off that. I'll jog, <laughs> yeah, jog yeah. my memory. This is this is also us gathering outtakes for the next time you're sick. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That was good. That was good stuff. (laughs) Yeah, I like that. Um, I hated it. I liked what they did with Kylo's character. Um, I think he had a decently satisfying conclusion. (laughs) I like that he was semi he was semi competent in this movie compared to some of the other ones where he's just like letting people escape. But you can't just like turn that on automatically. Well, oh, I know what I did like. I know what I did like. I don't mean to cut you off, but I just got really excited. Fair enough. Go ahead. Wherever they're having that duel, him and uh, Kylo and Ray, and they're in two different locations. I that was one of my favorite. That was very cool. That was cool. Some cool force stuff in this. Uh apparently you can force pull a ship now. Huh? Like a <laughs> you can pull a ship out of the sky. Yeah, you can. That's you can true. do a, a tug of war with a ship, and then when you get really angry, you shoot it with lightning and blow it up. Zap. Um what else was good in this? Uh, a lot of C-3PO in this. He was yeah. <laughs> he was basically like a, um, a letdown. He, he was there to sell action figures and go, hey, this looks like the original Star Wars, right? When I was a kid, I had the 3PO action figure and he was like my favorite character, even though he was not really. He was basically he's a background character in the original ones, even though it's like the first 20 minutes of A New Hope. It's just him and R2 walking around the desert. Like, yo, bitch, let's try to find our way home. Yeah, okay. Uh, anyways, yeah, I, I, I liked him. I liked that they gave him, like, actually something to do. I thought it was really funny when they were on that one planet and they were all wearing hoods and they put him in one, too. The, the big hooded coats and they were walking around. That was kind of funny. Yeah, that gangsta ling, dog. Um, I liked some of the light. The lightsaber fights were cool. I, I feel like you're struggling right now. Some of the lightsaber fights were cool. Some of them, not all of them. Yeah. Um. I think the one, the one that you really liked, where they're in different locations. Yeah, I thought that was cool. That was cool. The one that where they're fighting on the remains of the Death Star was was good. I liked not great that they really looked like they were swinging at each other's heads. <laughs> 
some <laughs> some real angry stuff in this. I think it looks really good, but I just I can't get over some of the really really lazy writing in this. So would you say that's all that you liked about it? Because I am dying to open up whatever they didn't like about it. Yeah, you you start because I'm sure a lot of oh, things a lot. that you didn't like I will also there's, echo. <laughs> um, well, the first thing that pops in my mind is at the end whenever no one's joined them for the past two movies. They're like, yeah, we're going to build this alliance. And then the, yeah. the cards are down. It's to, like, hey, we're done. We have no good ideas. To the point where there's like 12 people that all fit on the Millennium Falcon at the end of the last movie. Yeah. And then and, all of a sudden all these other ships and stuff from people from random places. Where did they come from? Apparently it's because the Falcon Lando flew by and the Falcon. They're like, all right. We got to get serious about this shit now. Yeah. And Lando's in there for like a couple of seconds, but they try to bring back everybody like Harrison Ford, Mark Hamill, uh, Princess Leia. You know, they brought in like just random stuff. Um, Palpatine. They, they brought in like a whole bunch of people, even like some of the voices. Like it was like, hey, remember Star Wars? Here's some more of it. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Too much fan service. Um, the people yeah. in the cloaks, you don't really know anything about their background in the Palpatine area. Or how he built. 10 million starships and there's people that that can just blow work up planets star yeah. they're all mobile death stars now and no one's known about this for 30 years yeah they're just over here in just some random place also, and there's like two things that'll show you the way also how did he how did he die don't worry about it because it's not answered they in this movie ragged his corpse they literally i think it was the guy who was in lord of the rings dominic monaghan who's just in there randomly just in there like hey yeah. i know that guy they're like palpatine's back how he was like sith magic sith alchemy dark mm. magic movie magic and then he got he i think he literally does like the shrugging emoji he's like i don't know maybe this will get answered in a comic or some shit <laughs> been sensitive to shit and all of a sudden they're about to die and he's like hey I want to tell you something and it's brought up a mul- multitude of times so he's like no it's not time I can't tell you <laughs> that he's sensitive to the force well okay this would be the perfect time to bring that up mm-hmm. maybe help us out of this quicksand or the the tunnel we're trapped in yeah what about the snake she's just like hey I'll fix you up and then the snake's like yeah okay you can go alright I'm out yeah, what the hell is that that I wasn't exciting ate, I just ate this other guy but uh, no you didn't just eat put, the other guy that guy's been dead for a long time well he definitely got eaten by that snake at some point oh he did but they could have made it fun like in the original ones wherever Luke gets trapped by that like ice monster or whatever oh yeah where he chopped the wampa's arm yeah. off yeah went and Beat beat somebody to get out, but she's like, "No, heal you." I understand going the opposite way with it, but at the same time, it was just like, "So what?" <laughs> um, what else? Um, the the ending was a little stupid when Palpatine like friggin' shot okay. your boy off the cliff, and then he comes crawling back, trades lives, he gives life back to Ray, and then he just disappears along with his mom. They both disappear. Here's the thing that lame. I, they brought the emperor back. What was his plan? What some what, men just want to see the world burned off? What was his the literally galaxy burn? The thing that like the prequel sort of made him an engaging character that he has like he's this smart shadowy figure who's like working both sides. He's becoming the emperor on one side, but he's also controlling like 
Count Dooku and the droid army. And he's also at the same time, he's like turning Anakin to the dark side. And he looks like a testicle. He turns into a testicle, basically. Yeah. And then by the time we see testicle. him in canonically, by the time you see him in Return of the Jedi, he's like, hey, Luke Skywalker, why don't why don't you come? Why don't you come to the dark side? What is that? Does that sound like fun? He's like, no, I'm not fucking doing that. He's like, we got cocaine and hookers. All right. I'm shooting sure. you with lightning now. He's like, that was very half-assed compared to this like 20 year plot. He had just, <laughs> just been working on. And then he's apparently just goes, goes radio gets killed or doesn't get killed. We'll goes never know. Radio silent for 30 years. And then he's like, Hey Kylo, I've been, I'm back. I've been every voice you heard inside your head. I can sound like Snoke. What is a Snoke? I made him. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Here's a here's a big vat with a bunch of old Snokes in it. What does that look like? Don't yeah. worry about it. That's not going to get brought up again. Yeah, that was just random. I can sound nowhere. You got Darth Vader. So guess what? I can do a Darth Vader person. I can sound like James Earl Jones, too. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> you want to hear my Jerry Lewis? And so he's like, kill, uh, kill that girl. I was like, all right. Or I'm not going to do that. I'm going to kill you instead. I love when he's like, strike me down. Strike me down. Be the old man. Elderly <laughs> abuse. The old man. And then there's like four million people behind him that we don't know. Who don't they do are. anything. They just stand don't there in the corner. do a goddamn thing. And then when the thing blows up, they're all gone too. <laughs> so he was like, yeah. He's like, hey, Kylo, why don't you bring Ray here? And he's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And he was so powerful, too. And then he's like, hey, Ray, why don't you hit me with your lightsaber? And then I'm going to put my spirit in you. <laughs> Which sounds like a sexual thing, but really it's not. It's it not was a really sex thing. like love. It's like a familial thing. He's like, hey. We're family. He's like, Luke Skywalker had his dead. I'm the only family you got here. So why don't you hit me with that lightsaber? Beat the shit out of me so I can take over your body. All the Sith are in me and now they're about to be in you. What do you think about that? How's that sound? Look at this big spiky throne. <laughs> How about me inside of you? <laughs> and she's like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then he's like, all right, well, I'm going to shoot you with lightning then. And kill all your friends. And then she's like, nah, I'm going to kill you now. And he's like, perfect. And <laughs> then when she does, his face melts off and everything collapses. And all the star, all the star destroyers fall out of the sky too. I don't How does that? I don't understand how that happened this movie was whack and they it, tried to tie up everything they just went like big bigger with everything like even well, that's the problem that's like pirates of the caribbean the first one was great because it stood on its own and then when you try to get too big it, it you try just, to do too much it seemed like they just Keep it simple stupid the whole palpatine thing they just shoehorned him in like i was fine with kylo ren being like the ultimate villain like do something different. Like that's a sky. You already have a Skywalker. And they're and trying he, to up the ante and he every went, time. And he went bad at the end. He had so many chances to change. And at the end of the last movie, he killed the Supreme Leader so he could do it. Just have a movie where he was the ultimate villain. Like he doesn't need to. They're up in like, the ante every time. It was like Kylo Ren and then Snoke. And, and then, then it was <laughs> Palpatine. And it, Pantene is what I'll call him. Yeah. It was so frustrating to see like that. It was the fact that it it would have been one thing if there had been any hint that that was the case before, you know, but now forever, it's going to be people watching the first two movies and be like, oh, well, when he's like looking to the left, he's actually looking at 
Palpatine or whatever. Like it's just people like just that information you have afterwards and they're just going to go and stick like, oh, well, actually, this scene points to this and this. There was literally no indication at all that any of this was happening. And it just seemed like. Last Jedi had was a conclusive ending and then like. Fuck, we have a whole nother movie we gotta make. <laughs> what if they just started from scratch and just created a whole new folklore and was like, hey, this is gonna be a completely different thing? In in a lot of ways, like this whole trilogy mm-hmm. kind of suffers from trying to hang what on. What do we do now? Well, it seems like it's just trying to hang on to the past to appease fans. A lot of fan Which service. Th- this movie is almost the equivalent of like a bad, like like just a fan made film or like a fan made story where they were just like, what if we did this cool thing and this cool thing and this looks like star Wars and man, well, if you're a if- fan of it, you're <laughs> going to watch it. Right. Because you want to f- see, I'm a fan of it too. And while I enjoyed like, I enjoyed a lot of things in this, but overall I was just left like really flat at the end. Like the choice, a lot of the choices that they made were just so lazily done. And why the, was BB-8 with Ray whenever she was clearly <laughs> belonging to Poe? He was like, "What'd you do? You dropped a tree on him," and he was all upset. But then he was, he was like, like, "Don't worry about it. He's just, we're going our separate ways. Maybe I'll make there. out with this. Maybe I'll make out with Carrie Kara Russell. Russell." But she won't take her helmet off. <laughs> well, she she like opened her visor and he kind of looked at her at the end like, "Hey, he's like, you hey. trying to?" She's and like, she's like, "Nah." And he's, he's like, like, "Okay, all right, it's all right. gonna be me and my hand tonight." BB-8, where you at, player? We're about to pull. Lando, what kind of attachment? Because <laughs> we know Lando made love to a robot in Solo. He was like, "How does that work?" She's like, "Don't worry about it. It just does." Childish it, Gambino. It's Lando. Just now, I'm just thinking about Billy D. Williams fucking a beach ball. <laughs> hey, you know that's what uh, Tom uh, Hanks did on that island. Oh, he definitely had sex. Oh with yeah, Wilson. he was so upset when Wilson was gone. You know, that's he's what, stuck it in there. I'm never gonna come the same wig. <laughs> I miss you. And Helen Hunt. <laughs> um, yeah, it. This movie's a mess. What's your rating of the movie? I'd say it's like a four or five out of ten. You think it's better than Hellboy? Yes. Do you think it? Would I watch? I've already seen it more times than Hellboy. So, do you think it's better than Shazam? Mm, barely. Maybe I don't know. I Shazam think was pretty good. Shazam was pretty good. And it was more fun, but I think this. Yeah. The, I'm, a lot of this gets a pass because it is Star Wars. But I think that it is definitely the worst one of the sequel trilogy. And this, the second one was better. The second one was my favorite by far. And I think it's it's, it's just like each of these movies seem like they're in a different movie from, or they, they seem like they're in a different trilogy. Like, and I think a lot of that is the lack of planning beforehand. You have different writers. You have one guy doing the first and the third, and he didn't like a lot of the things that were in the second one, so he tried to write around it Man. and change it back to what he thought you know it Star Wars be. can be. And then there's the whole thing with fans. What fans? The second movie is always like the pivot point. That's where all the setup is. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't divide the third one into two movies so they could tell the full tell and the, be. And the first half of this movie really felt like what could have been like the first movie of a trilogy, you know, where it's like fast paced and exciting. Like we got to go here to get this thing here to get this thing up. That would have been more, it would have made more sense in like the first movie than the, you know, last movie to tie everything together. Finn, he's confusing too, because it's like, well, is he in love with Ray? (laughs) Is he in love with Rose? (laughs) Is he in love with this new character? Who's just, 
come up out of nowhere. He's more than likely Lando's daughter. Heavily implied that it's Lando's daughter for sure. At but the it's end. just like, man, come on now. I they try to do too much. It, they try to do too much. Keep it simple. It. I think that is probably the thing that the Mandalorian has taught a lot of people is like. Give us Not, a cute character and keep it simple. Give us a cute character. Give us a few stormtroopers. Give us a cool looking guy walking around. Give us some decent written dialogue. And you know what? Not everything needs to be two and a half hours. If yeah. it's 30 or 40 minutes. That's and the way it, movies are now. It's like you got to <laughs> spend half the day at the theater. Yeah. I, I've that's I both times I saw this in the theater. I felt like that was the only thing I did that day. You're going to need like a toilet in these seats eventually. <laughs> so you can just like piss and shit whenever you need to, because let's face it, you're going to be in there. Like what movies have you seen this year? I haven't been at least two hours. Zombie land. Okay. Zombie land was a very satisfying, very movie. satisfying 90 minutes in and out, in and out the door. Yeah. Shazam so. was like two hours. Shazam was half uh, an hour longer than it needed to be. Avengers was three hours long and it was maybe the only one that was that long that did feel like it. But if I had to, no, watch, I felt like it. Cause I had to pee so terribly. If I watched it at home, I don't think I'd watch it in one sitting. Yeah. That's um, the way I feel about the Irishman. I recently watched, which is a really good movie. They should be checked out. Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's disappointing, but you know what? There's going to be more star Wars forever. So it, you think so? You think they're going to immediately come back? Cause I heard Disney was like, yeah, we're not going to come back. And I feel but like they have go, one scheduled for 2022. Do so. they? Well, you think it's going to be solo too? Um, Ryan Johnson is doing his own trilogy. That's oh supposedly separate from the mainline stuff. You think so. we'll get Mandalorian baby Yoda? Yoda? Who's who knows? I like what they did with a Mandalorian. I I didn't. It's really because it's simple and it's kind of like exactly, a Western yeah, style. It's a different kind of. Telling. I didn't really have a lot of expectations for this. I was like, I'm going to watch it because it's Star Wars. But I wound up really liking it, and I wound up liking it so much more than I like this mainline movie, which is just a strange thing to think about. That the spinoff TV series is well, it's because they actually so much could, better. Well, they could do something different without so much. Pressure. Yeah. Really. And I mean, this had no expectations. When you put something as so. a movie and you're like coming to like this huge franchise, it's like, ugh, Especially you gotta follow when, in the vein. When you're billing it as sequels to what are some people's favorite movies of all time, like the original trilogy, like you, it's a lot of weight of expectations. But that's that. where it ends, like the original trilogy. I it don't think people were so, really excited about it, the, the it, last trilogy. It ended so neatly and kind of wrapped everything up at a happy ending and the force awakens pretty much just resets the universe to, you know, the, the, what we had in the original trip, you know, like, well, we blew up a lot of planets. So now it's basically, you have somebody that people look like the empire and people look like the rebels. And it's basically back to what we had before. So what if they went so far back in a prequel that it had nothing to do with anything and that you'd be a little more primitive, primitive with, we had that with the Knights of the old Republic, like, um, the video games and the novels and stuff. Like, well, I, what if you brought that to film? That might work. I don't. I think you would have to be a huge forward thinking with like anything coming out ahead think, of Star Wars after Star Wars. I think it could be done. Currently, but I, I just you know because that was like it's like thousands of years in the past. So if you go back so f- 
that far back, it's like, you know, you can do anything, you can do anything. You can go to so. a different planet where there's not a lot of money or something like that. And there's, you're just on this you planet know. and you can like, you can have and, different and galaxy. There's a lot of other characters that are already established that are no longer canon, but you can bring them back and you can write new ones. It's you, there's a lot you can do. And it just seems like when you, you're doing something, I understand why they did it now because it's like branch off. Don't of have our, to hang in the main vein. I know, but it's like, you have like Mark Hamill, Harrison Ford, Carrie Fisher, who sadly passed away before they could even finish this. My <laughs> girlfriend just sneezed in the other room. She's got the dad sneeze. I like to tease her. About She's that. got the dad sneeze. Yeah. Like, you know how like a dad sneezes at like 90,000 decibels. Sometimes I do that. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, you do, but yeah, we heard Sometimes it. I do <laughs> we both it. reacted to it anyways. Uh, bless you, Olivia. If, if you listen this far, but, uh, she didn't. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, I don't know. It, I understand why they did it, but it just seems like they didn't have enough original ideas to make it, to tell a cohesive story. And it's like, if you're not telling something, a cohesive story or you're not bringing up something new, why do it? Other than the obvious answer of money. money. <laughs> well, it's just like, kind of like music. Whenever people just sing about, like breaking up with somebody and there's yeah, everybody breaks up with somebody and yeah, there's some stories to be told there. But when you just give like a generic, like, Oh yeah, you don't want to be with me. I'm sad. And uh, it's kind of boring. The original, when George Nickelback worked, (laughs) fuck you, Chad Kroger. That's right. When you look at the original trilogy, George Lucas was inspired by, he was inspired by Westerns. He was inspired by the Holocaust. well, there are literally Nazis in space. So basically, yep. uh, he was inspired by some Japanese samurai films, which, you know, heavily influenced like some of the pacing and stuff. There's sword fights. Oh, pacing Darth, was terrible. Darth Vader wears like a literally is like a samurai helmet, basically. Yeah. Like it's it's that that was influenced by real life things. And it seems like this sequel trilogy is only influenced by previous Star Wars movies. <laughs> It's they're they're not you can't recreate the will. They're not bringing anything new. Fuck off and do something different. Yeah. If you keep the name, at least put it somewhere different where maybe some characters are mentioned, kind of like it is in the Mandalorian. Yeah. But then you're doing your own thing. They're like they're called Jedi's, and they're like, what? What's that? And they're like, don't worry about it. We'll just move on. So. I'm worried about in season two, maybe they try to bring more of that folklore in there mm. and incorporate. And I'm worried about that because anytime there's something really good, people want to try to outdo it. I think just keep it the same for another season. I think that's part of the reason why this it's just been so good. It's just like it's Mando and the baby and they're just going from planet to planet, getting in different adventures. And each thing is kind of self-contained. Yeah, like if if you drop wraps up nicely. If you dropped in at episode four, if you'd never seen an episode, all you need to know is there's a bounty hunter, there's a baby, found a baby Yoda, and that's pretty much the setup. Like you can pretty much drop in at any point after that, and you know it tells us. Well, that's that's kind of what I like about the office and Frasier is that it's funny, but you don't have to know too much to figure out what's going on. Just only thirty minutes, base level knowledge, which you probably already have got from memes now. So you you know what's going on more or less, and you can just enjoy it for what it is. People want to put too much story in there, and I granted there's some service that you do there with some story, but it's like minor details, like Jim and Pam in the office, or Niles and Daphne and Frasier. Will they, won't they? Will they, won't they? Yeah, but ultimately (laughs) there's all this zaniness that's taking place around them that's kind of like overshadows all that. 
and you get some kind of like gratification because you see their relationship progress a little bit, but it isn't like something that deters from the rest of the episode. Well, speaking of will they, won't they? We'll close on this. What did you think of Kai and or sorry, I already fucked up. Kyle, Ray and Kylo's weird kiss at the end of the movie. Well, I thought that and was going to happen, and then he died. Yeah, and I was like. I thought I, she was going to be with Finn, but then Finn's out here talking to other chicks. And I then, like, th- it was weird. I couldn't believe they actually put that in there. I, it looked like something from the last movie that they hinted at, but maybe was like, they never really happen. expanded on it. It just felt forced more than like organic. It felt more forced in this because they spend most of it trying to take each other's heads off. Yeah. But they actually, in the last movie, they take time. They like sit down and talk to each other. Yeah. <laughs> and I think Mark Hamill said that that scene that they did where they touch hands in the hut, mm-hmm. he said that was the closest thing to a sex scene that there's been in a, like a mainline Star Wars movie, which I thought was pretty funny, but yeah. also kind of accurate. Well, he kissed his sister, so that was closer. Well, fair enough. In West Virginia. It still you know counts. what? It's a galaxy uh, it's far, far away a long time ago. You different hoes and different area codes. Yeah. Ryan, anything else you want to? add before we close well happy new year and jake what was your favorite christmas gift that you received this year uh i think my favorite christmas gift i actually got a couple months ago and that was we're going to see the ava brothers tomorrow night on new year's eve which i'm pretty fucking stoked about but by the time people hear this it will have been two days ago yeah (laughs) perfect so if you want to go see them Go see them in a different city. Because <laughs> you can't see them. Because you the won't day be that... doing it on New Year's. But anyways. Um, my favorite was you? some Doc Martens. I got some cherry red Doc Martens. Wow. Vegan 1460s. Very good. Oh, I love them. Um, yeah, that was my favorite. was hoping for the Switch, but damn it. <laughs> Gonna have to There's get always, the Switch some other time. Always next time. <laughs> but... Well, guys, thanks for thanks for listening. We're happy to be back with you in 2020 for at least 45 more episodes. At least. Until Ryan gets replaced. No, we got one less. This is 55, right, so, so it's going to be 44 after episodes. this. So you know what? The, time, the clock's ticking is what we're saying. <laughs> it's guys, almost over. <laughs> thank you for listening. If you want to share the podcast with a friend, we appreciate it. If you want to leave us a five-star review on any ratings platform that you can, we appreciate it. As we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate, shout out to Dillsburg, PA, nighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Nighty night, there, bitches. Thank God that was it. It's still recording. You fucked up. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.